Have you ever had a desire to get more young people involved in ministry at your church? Well, today we're going to speak to a young man who has some tips that might help you get others involved. Next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. It's another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And uh, here we are again in our weekly podcast. I don't remember what episode it is, but uh, it's good to have you here with us, Steve. We have a guest, which, which we'll get to in just a moment. Uh, Steve, we got a new product. Very quickly, tell and remind everybody about the new product we have before we actually do our podcast. Uh, we have a new product that will allow churches to be on the Amazon Alexa device. So there's... Um, what are the numbers? 33%? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I was going to go with my... Is it 33% of every household has one now? Or is that uh, higher than that? Oh, it's, was, it's growing, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, many millions. I can't remember. I right. should have these stats. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, this will allow the churches to have their message every day on the Amazon Alexa devices. It's called My Church Daily. So people, when you when we're done here, go to mychurchdaily.com. Look it up. We have a free trial. And we do streaming video. We do a bunch of different things. Uh, uh, we've been serving churches for 20 years. In case you're new to our podcast, uh, we've been doing podcasts for a long time, too. Before there was actually podcasts, we were doing podcasts. So just wanted to let you know. That means we're really old. So our guest today is a very young man uh, who is uh, was recently named uh, Church Production Hero of the Month. Uh, he's on staff at a, a church in Pensacola, Florida called Momentum Church, and his name yes. is Connor Mays. Connor, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're doing well. Steve's had some minor issues. His car doesn't run right and his computer blew up. Yeah, well, it hadn't blown up. Only one time. of those things you need. Yeah. Yeah. The car, right? <laughs> yeah. You got to get somewhere. You don't necessarily yeah. have to have a computer, I guess. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually got it right here. Oh, you got your, it's I a MacBook. this morning that it is putting on weight. And uh, I think it's upside rose. down. Uh, like, <laughs> this is the angle you need to see here. It's is, swelling. Uh, it's hard to tell, um, mm -hmm. but it uh, the lid would not close all the way, and I noticed it's getting fat in the middle. So I think it's kind of like me. As a, as a yeah, it's got a battery that is swelling inside and going to catch on fire and explode. So do you leave that thing plugged in overnight? I do, yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. Okay. All right. You can pay me later. <laughs> that's the All right. issue? Yeah. You can thank me later. Okay. So, well, we're sorry you're having problems, Steve, uh, but it's better than your car blowing up. So, uh, I'm sure life will be okay for you. But we want to talk to, to Connor today because, Connor, I, I thought it was interesting. Uh, you're, you're a pretty young guy, Connor. How old are you? I'm 19. You're 19, and you are on staff, as I mentioned earlier, Momentum Church. You are yep. with the AL, the AVL team, so that's, uh, yes, that's audio, video, lighting, right? That's what that means? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And, and, and uh, how's my lighting right now? If, if for, Pretty good. Know, 
Okay, good. Thanks. All right. So, uh, look, uh, first of all, tell us real quickly about Momentum Church. What is Momentum Church? It's out of Pensacola, Florida, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. And, and how large is it? And do you guys have campuses or what do you guys do? Mm -hmm. So we are a multi-campus uh, church here in Pensacola, Florida. We average about, uh, I'd say, five to 600 people um, per weekend at our Gulf Breeze campus and then about 200 at our Pensacola campus. Mm -hmm. um, and we live stream to YouTube and Facebook from our Pensacola location. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, Steve, feel free to ask questions. Usually, I let Steve do all the heavy lifting here, so uh, I just want to give you stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so you got a unique story, and mm -hmm. that I was reading, in that you uh, you started out as a as a volunteer, or or and and tried a bunch of different areas that didn't work. Tell us about that. Um, so, when I lived in Ocala, Florida. Um, my mom wanted my brother and I to start serving, um, and I was, I think, about 15 at the time. So she sort of put us in the kids' environment and uh, told us to serve there. Um, but me not wanting to serve with kids, I sort of wandered upstairs, um, and that's where their tech booth was. Um, so their production director there is. Uh, like hey you want to learn how to do lights and i said yeah sure and so started learning lights using a jans vista board um and sort of learning how to program things like that so, so that was more up your alley i take it yeah You're pretty mm -hmm. fascinated with uh, i can see i mean i was a wander into a church definitely wouldn't want to end up in the kids area my wife would be drawn to it that I'd be going for the flashing lights and the cool tech, but mm -hmm. uh, just like you and my wife would be running from the flashing lights and the cool tech. So is that something that came natural for you? I mean, some people it's overwhelming, you know, and, uh, but do you feel when you saw all that stuff, you're like, yeah, I want to do this. Or was it like, Oh no, I don't know. Should I do this? What's going to happen? What was your response? How was your reaction? Um, I think it was a little bit of both. Um, I'm, quick at learning and I like to be challenged uh, so learning new things is a lot of fun to me and the bigger project that I'm entrusted with the more I like to I like to do bigger projects um, okay. than other people might think I'm capable of mm -hmm. uh, so that I can prove to them that I can do a lot more than they think I can mm -hmm. I um I volunteer at my church back in the AV room where the video stuff mm -hmm. is, and we get other volunteers that I'll train. And it's interesting to see how the different attitudes of the different people. So some will come in and they'll want to watch and not touch anything so that they're, you know, I, I might break something. You know, if I adjust this, it might break something. And others... Uh, we don't have too many of these that jump in and they don't know what they're doing, but they're flipping knobs and doing things like that. They're, it's mm -hmm. usually, it, you know, we get people in between. But it sounds like you're the guy that uh, wants to learn how things work and, and then make it happen. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, what kind of a skill set? So you've been so you started to do this just what two or three years ago now. I mean, you're 19 now. Uh, you're, mm -hmm. They put you on staff. 
mm-hmm. I mean, what kind of skill set do you think people need to be able to do what you're doing? Is it, is it something that's easily learnable? Is that a word? Uh, or do you have to have, do you just really have to have a talent? Do you have to have an ear? Do you have to have an eye for lighting? Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think for audio, it definitely helps to have like an ear for what sounds good. Um, but for lighting, I wouldn't consider myself uh, like super idea creating person. Um I like to look at other people's designs and um, draw from them. Um, but as to um, what someone might need to possess, definitely um, a hardworking attitude because that's what got me here most of the t- uh, time was just working hard, being willing to do anything that someone asked me to do. Um, and then also a willing to learn and a good ability to focus. So you mentioned that you get your inspiration from other places. Are there, mm-hmm. um, I assume that's both within other churches and, and outside mm-hmm. the church. What, what are some, what are some really good uh, resources or inspirations that, that you've learned from or that you're mm-hmm. inspired by? Yeah. So I like watching um, what Passion Church and Elevation Church are doing, um, like their conferences, their concerts, things like that, Um, seeing how they do something in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium and seeing how I can do that in uh, like a high school where we have an hour to load in and load out. Um, And then also like... um, livedesign.com they post uh, concert stage plots and lighting plots and things like that and I like to go back and look uh, to see what they designed and uh, how their original uh, thought uh, how they executed their original idea um, and things like that so 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 you're talking about I mean you can look at it from how they did lighting you're I does the stage design fit into that too and do you have influence over that is something is that something you mm-hmm. do as well Yeah so my title here at Momentum is visual director so I oversee uh lighting video and set designs so anything that pertain falls under those three things I oversee and sort of get the green stamp on um so stage design how the stage is laid out how things are put on the stage does fall under my purview so you're 19 years old let me jump in here and i'll interrupt steve if you weren't doing this uh would do you think you'd still be going to church somewhere uh and if so what kind of a church would it be i mean obviously momentum church here in pensacola where you're at is is you know very contemporary you know uh mm-hmm. i would say sounds like it's pretty cutting edge or you're moving that way but what if yeah. you weren't in a church like momentum would you would you still go to church what's your thoughts on that if it wasn't in a church like momentum hmm. well i think it would depend on sort of what i'm wanting to do with my life um because i don't really want to go to college uh because I learn more doing my job than I would going to school for my job. Um, But 
I would probably find a church that's similar to Momentum, um, like Passion or Elevation, depending on where I was going to college. Um, and then seeing sort of how I fit into that overall aspect of that church. Do, do you think that's why young people your age, there's stats out there that say that, you know, you're, what is your generation? What, what's it called? I always get mixed up, but what is your generation? Uh, I think I'm in Gen Z. All right, Gen Z. My son's mm-hmm. 22. But so uh, do you think that that's why more Gen Z, Generation Z, and some of the other ones are not attending church as much because the church mm-hmm. that they're seeing out there is not really appealing to them uh, visually? They're not relevant? I mean, just, I'm just I'm throwing some stuff out here. Just let me let me know your thoughts on that. What do you think? Um, so I think something that's happened with church, like over the past 30 or 40 years is they tend to find one thing that works for them and then only ever do that. Um, and not do pyro on a Sunday morning because it helps tell the story of the message, um, or, use haze and moving lights, things like that, that the quote unquote uh, old crowd of church might think that that's from the devil um, or something like that. Uh, But for me, if I can do something that brings my friends in that otherwise wouldn't go to church, then to me, it's far more important to have one friend's lives changed than to have to listen to critics or whatever like that, uh, that think once you find one way to do it, then that's the only way you can ever do it. It's a good answer. I remember. Well, anyway, I won't go there. I'll go. Maybe I'll go there later. <laughs> like, well, go ahead. Go there. Go. I was going to tell my Codger story. I was like, we're going to a church and, um, they were saying one of the, the pastor's kids was like, we need to have drums at church. I'm like, drums? What are, they're not going to have drums at church. <laughs> and then like a year or two later, we're having drums at church. So um, this was a long time ago. So anyway, you talk about my, my radar went off again when you said pyrotechnics. I'm like, you're not going to do pyrotechnics at church. And I go, well, I guess they should be doing pyrotechnics at church. Yeah. I mean, if you go back and watch uh, Passion 2020, they had an awesome fireworks display right at uh, midnight to ring in the new decade. It was really cool. Uh, I was thinking pyro, you know. Yeah, the, I mean, they had the worship pyro leader on the jumps stage off the too. drums, off the drum kit onto the stage, and and <laughs> pyros shoot off. On, <laughs> you know. Anyway, maybe yeah. we'll see it. So. Um, I was going to ask about, you talk about just stage design and lighting and Mm -hmm. most churches, you know, the average church size out there is what still under a hundred, right? So the the budgets are really small, but I've seen where um, you can really do some good things without a big budget. Do you have any um, ideas you could share with some of the people out there that, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, really to improve your lighting, improve your stage presence, your stage design without a lot of money? Mm -hmm. Well, the first thing is figure out what your church culture is 
and like what the vision of your leaders are because like here at momentum we have a very um future driven and uh pastor who brings great vision and so we want to be able to support that with lighting step set design stage design things like that but if you're a more contemporary church and you're wanting to build to the level that we have or we are at um, you want to start in small incremental changes that are one not too over the top and two are sustainable because it's great to do something really cool but if you're the only one the only person who knows how to do it and you can do it for like three months but then you never want to even set foot in a church again, then it's not worth it compared to starting with like bringing in a couple of RGB slim pars and adding color to the stage during worship and then slowly moving up to moving lights and then haze and then things like that um, in a sustainable way where you're training people as you're doing it versus going zero to a thousand and then you burn yourself out and you can't do anything anymore so when you say haze is that like fog machine is that so haze and fog are two different uh atmospheric effects um if you've ever been late if you've ever played laser tag most of the time there's like a little haze in the room where you can sort of see lights hanging in the air um so that's what haze does it allows you to see the beam of light okay. uh, so if you have a spotlight you can see the beam of the light or wash it helps to color the room um versus fog which is just a thick smoke that you see in sort of like house fire oh, or haze like a haunted that house. Mm-hmm. That, yep. yeah. what's the cost of a haze machine do you know uh there's many many costs um there's many varying costs of it so you can get like a cheap probably 200 hundred dollar hazer or all the way up to like five or six thousand dollars um and then there's water-based haze and oil-based haze and they each have their own unique characteristics so there's a lot that can go into deciding to get a hazer okay that's that's new to me i'm not uh, but i you you see it when you know you watch uh a music awards show or something Mm -hmm. like that you're seeing you you don't really think about it until you start mentioning yeah you can see the lights Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there's a haze on the stage so you Mm -hmm. can and it's not really strong but it really helps bring out the whole lighting effect Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, didn't know before I started talking with you. I didn't know what it was. Yep. Uh, I thought it was just a bunch of people smoking in the room. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that can work. That can work. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we're talking with uh, Connor Mays here, who uh, is on staff at Momentum Church. Uh, AL AVL. I want to say ALV, but it's AVL is your team. Audio, video, lighting. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think is um, what's the future? For Connor Mays, what do you what do you see in your future? Um, I'd love to um, 
eventually intern at Elevation or Passion um, and spend probably six months to a year with either one of those and learn from their filming team, their production team, their creative team, and figuring out like or learning their processes, how they do pre-post, pre-production, production, and post-production of their videos, um, how they design new sets, uh, how they tell a story from when a guest walks in the front door all the way to when they're in the auditorium and making sure every step in between uh, lines up and helps to tell the story. Um, and then bringing all of that, everything that I learned back here to momentum to help us get better. So what would you advise other churches to do to encourage other young people to get involved with their AV team or their kids area or whatever it may be? Mm -hmm. Um, The AV team though, I would think what things the church can do or what, what have you seen that, that uh, others are doing that's been turning off to, or is a, a turnoff for the kids? Um, well, I think one thing is sometimes um, younger kids or like teenagers aren't given enough responsibility um, or aren't trusted with big enough projects. So for me, I started serving in like September of 2018. And then the next January in 2019, Um, I helped program and run our night of worship, which is like our big um, church get together where we celebrate all God did in the past year and what he's going to do in the next, in the year coming forward. And then sort of bringing it back to bringing it back to Jesus. Um, And so I'd only been serving for about, four or five months when I was asked to help with that. And so I was about 17 at that time. So I was given a very large responsibility, but I was trusted with it and I was allowed to succeed at it. That's great. So um, I guess the, the advice is to do the same within your church is uh, trustee, Mm -hmm. bring these kids on and, and, and give them some responsibility and uh, set them loose and let them, let them see what they can do. Especially the whole AV area is really youth oriented. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's, um, there's a skill set that um, people like yourself uh, acquire and have a lot of times just by the nature of, you know, it's just popular to do I mean, video mm-hmm. editing. Where was that, you know, 20 years ago? So every most most people know. Oh yeah, I know how to edit a video, and I can edit videos. So um, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of the time the church doesn't recognize that there's a, a skill base there that is going untapped. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you've got some really good leadership at your church uh, that that have yes. kind of trusted you and given you permission. How is that? Speak a little bit about the leadership team at your church. Uh, I mean, they, mm-hmm. they seem like they've really encouraged you and released you to do some of those things and they've they've Mm -hmm. they've taken a risk with you and probably with some other people speak speak to us a little bit about that 
Yeah, so our leadership here is great. Our pastor gives us a great and clear vision for what he wants a message series to look like or an event to look like. And then he gives us the creative freedom to execute that in how we interpret his vision. And then he can speak into it if he wants to. Um, but more often than not, he's like, great idea, run with it, knock it out of the park. It's right. going to be great. Um, and then there are other times where, say, he wanted to do a series about uh, friendships, but the Holy Spirit is telling him, actually, I think one about parenting because in, say, the summer or home from school and parents teach the parents how they can still be interactive with their kids when their kids are home all day by themselves most of the time um, and sort of helping to build a good family. So mm -hmm. might change from a series on friendship to a series on parenting in a week and we get the opportunity to make new graphics, maybe do videos for it, um, update set designs, things like that. Uh, so we get the opportunity to be flexible depending on where the Holy Spirit is leading our pastor. Mm, that's really good. That's awesome. Well, we're just about out of time here. Um, Connor Mays, uh, a leader at his church, Momentum Church. Uh, I can't wait to see what God does in your life 10 years from now. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for you. And uh, I, I started ministry at a very young age too. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, it's just been a good, uh, it was such, it's been a good experience and, and I'm, I'm excited for you and I'm happy for the things that you mentioned. We, we were asking you questions from different spectrums here. Steve and I kind of think a little different. So we had you all over the map here, but uh, I, I really do uh, appreciate you spending some time. And, and quite frankly, I, I feel really old now uh, talking to you because you're 19 and I'm, 79 so uh, I'm, I'm not 79 but i'm getting there uh so all right so so connor uh, connor mays mm -hmm. how, how do, if somebody has a question for you how, how can they get a hold of you uh later? yeah so my email is connor at momentumchurch.org uh you can send me an email ask me any questions you have and then my phone number um, I don't give your phone number, but but, right. the, the, but that's fine. No. And they can yeah. always call Momentum Church too. If they, yeah, they, they can always call us. They can Google that. Uh, yep. Do you play Connor video was... games? Always. Yeah. I Whenever so. I get a chance. Yeah. What's your favorite video game? Yeah, it is Connor um, with two ends. C O N N O R. Sorry, I, we're stepping on each other. What's your play, favorite video game? Uh, so right now I'm enjoying MLB The Show 21, um, playing really? the Road to the Show on that. Oh. Okay, interesting. Do you ever play Minecraft? I have. Yeah, yes, you like I it? used to play it a lot. Yeah, my yeah, son about Rocket it. League. Uh, I've played Rocket League occasionally. Um, it's one of those playing with your friends is the best part. Yeah. Well, I have kids that are into. Uh, he's a promoter for Rocket League, so he, he sponsors cool. a bunch of top national level people. So. Nice. Fear RL, check it out. Mm -hmm. All right, well, we'll do that. We'll give him a blow. All right, Connor. So we're out of time. We we do appreciate you spending some time with us. And uh, you're 19 years old, and uh, 
uh, you, you can't vote. I guess you can vote when you're 19, right? You, you're, yeah. Yeah, you can vote. So, all right, good. Uh, so, look, uh, again, thank you, Connor. Thank you for this mm -hmm. time. We do appreciate it. And I think we're going to have one of your leaders maybe on here eventually. Uh, mm -hmm. What's his name? Is it Joe? I can't remember his name. Joe Cross. Yes, sir. Okay. He wrote a book, didn't he? Yes, he did. All right. Well, I'm waiting to get it. And uh, we'll, we'll have him on, too, And uh, because yeah. uh, it sounds like he's got some great things to say. All right. Look, this has been the Church Solutions Podcast. And if you missed all that contact information, you can always back back up the, the tape or the video. But uh, uh, you can always reach us, support, at streamingchurch.tv. If you have a question for uh, Connor Mays or uh, somehow or another you want to get a hold of him, just uh, email us. And, uh, you know, check out our podcast anytime you can subscribe to it. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can just do a search for Church Solutions Podcast. And uh, Steve and I will be there and, and some of our exciting guests. So, again, Connor, uh, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. Right. And, uh, Steve, thank you for uh, your input today, as always. It's right. very good. Glad to be here. All right. And I'm Phil Thompson. And thank you, folks, for spending some time with us. If we can help you in any way, again, reach out to us. Uh, we'll be happy to help you. So have a, great have a great day. Take care of yourselves. We'll catch you again next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast.